great. Welcome to the uh, Dr. Doom podcast. Uh, a rare opportunity to do uh, two in a row here since we got the, the special guests held captive. Uh, Toto uh, from the USA and uh, and uh, the Tin Man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yep. From, from my childhood. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> from his nightmares. Yeah. No, not at all. Not at all. So we're up at the, uh, the fishing camp. We've been up here for... Uh, couple of days now and we had a good day today i think we, we had a great day it's pretty relaxing we uh we hooked a salmon up in uh Shinnick burn which is like you gotta drive through basically pretty rough country to get there i would say yeah a little rough my, my butt's still sore yes it was it was, it was quite it was bumpy. rocky it was good especially where they tied me to the roof of the car <laughs> Thank you for that. You should have worn deodorant. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was fun. We uh, well, we shot some shotgun clays, and that was good too. Mm. And then uh, the fishing tonight wasn't great, but uh, it was overall a good day. But uh, well, no, I caught a monster trout. Yes, it was. It was a, a good old three inches. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Was, you know, two. It was a big fish. Three ounces. It was a. Good... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, the Tin Man was telling us about a recent vacation he took, and I said, well, we gotta, don't tell me anymore, we gotta record this, and I, I wanna hear it on the podcast, so. All right, well, I guess I'm beginning to better jump right in. Uh, so, I snuck my wife, wife away for a, a special getaway, it was our 15-year anniversary this year, and, uh, and so I planned a surprise getaway for us, and, uh, anyway, we went to... Uh, Prince Edward Island. For those of you who have never been to Prince Edward, uh, Prince Edward Island, I totally recommend you going. It's a beautiful province. You basically can drive around the whole thing in about three hours. Uh, and it's just beach and coast all the way around. And while we were there, we stayed at a wonderful uh, bed and breakfast called the Forest and Lake uh, B&B. And this was a wonderful little place. It's off kind of in the woods. It's got its own private lake. Uh, the hosts uh, were wonderful, and my story tonight has to deal with those lovely hosts. So their names were Carl and Tonya, and Carl and Tonya uh, originated from Germany, and so they wanted to move out of Germany. They they lived in Berlin, and life in Berlin, very very busy, very crowded. Uh, things are not what they used to be, let's say, 20 years ago, where you could actually. Move. I thought you were going to say 70 years <laughs> ago. <laughs> 70 years ago, yes, things it's have clearly changed. gone downhill. It's, uh, yes, it's, it's, the trains uh, are not on time anymore. Yes, das ist nicht gut. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it, uh, yeah, changed a little bit over time, and so they were looking to slow life down a little bit, and they wanted a new adventure. So how they ever came about Prince Edward Island, out of all places to go in the world, I have no idea. But somehow they made their way there, and they opened up this uh, bed and breakfast here, a nice cottage in the woods. Anyway, so we arrived, my wife and I, and uh, of course we're taking this back road, and it's uh, a little bit sketchy at first, kind of like our journey today. Okay. Into the backwards, right? A little bit of a bumpy road, and we didn't quite know where we were going or what we were getting ourselves into. Even the GPS was a little confused. It said, turn around, turn around, turn around. But we kept going, and we did find the place. And as we pull into the parking lot, uh, we're meted by these just wonderful people, Carl and Tonya. Uh, Tonya ran right out of the house, and she's... I would like to say a, a husky. Robust. Robust. Very yeah. robust, yes, yes. So she comes running out, and you could, we could almost hear her from the car as she's running on the deck. Like in Jurassic Park when the water in the glass kind of ripples. It did. Yeah, my coffee had little ripple holes in it. It was uh, a little bit disconcerting. But anyway, Tonya comes out, and she's like, Excuse me! 
welcome, welcome. I, I need you to move your car. And I said, oh, 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 okay. We had just pulled into the parking lot. And she goes, yes, move your car and make room for more guests. And I said, oh, okay, yeah, sure, no problem. And my wife's looking at me like, where did you take me? <laughs> lovely getaway. And, uh, and then there's this bigger man who's standing behind her. And ultimately, it ends up being Carl. And Carl speaks. And I was shocked at hearing his voice because Tonya was, well, Tonya was Tonya. It was just, I, I. And then Carl speaks and she, and he's like, oh, excuse me, yes, well, would you mind uh, just moving your car, please? <laughs> just move your car. Yes, Carl, tell them to move the car. And so we, we did move it over. There are more guests coming. Exactly. That's right. There's more guests coming. We need more room. So I did move the, the car over, no problem. Anyway, so they invite us into the house. And, and uh, the first thing Carl says to us is, oh, excuse me. Yes, welcome. And uh, take off your shoes. And we say, oh, okay. So we took off our shoes, you know, and to keep the place kind of neat. He goes, I, I give you the tour. I give you the tour. Carl, says Tanya, did you give them the tour? <laughs> No, darling, I just got into the house. We're going to give some tour. Don't worry. Don't it's like worry. a good cop, bad cop it, routine. It certainly, <laughs> I, I, I feared for Carl's life. I did. As we got to know them a little bit better. Um, so Carl takes us in and he takes us up to our room and he says, Oh, by the way, by the way, we have this lovely room here at the B&B. It's a, a private hot tub room. It's got a nice little and, and, and we'd love for you to, to check it out if you'd like to. It's very private. And I said, oh, well, that, that, that kind of sounds kind of nice. I said, all right, well, you know, we've had a long drive and it'd be nice to unwind. And he goes, yes, you can rent it out or sign it out for a, a one hour. And it's opened from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Just let us know what time you want to have some room. And I said, oh, okay, well, how about we say uh, 8 o'clock? And he says, wonderful. And I hear Tanya in the background. Can't see Tanya. She's disappeared. Into she's become movie. a cartoon voice in she's, the background. She's somewhere and she just screams out, Carl, did you tell them about the hot tub room? They must reserve the room. <laughs> and Carl so graciously, yes, dear, yes, dear. I've told them about the room. And so, of course, this is the first time we're meeting this couple. And so Catherine's just kind of looking at me going, well, this is very, very interesting. And he, and, and then Tanya screams down the hall again. She goes, now tell them about breakfast. We need to know what they want for breakfast the next morning. They must choose right now. You can have three meals. These are the meals. You can have oatmeal with berries. You can have, uh, uh, you can have uh, pancakes with uh, peach. Uh, <laughs> she sounds like an SS officer. Oh, she was, it, was, it was totally that. Or you can have a, a unt bagel with a scrambled bagel. eggs. <laughs> scrambled eggs. I said, oh, wow, okay, these sound uh, lovely, these sound lovely. Um, I was like, Catherine, do you know what you want? She goes, I'm a little scared. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm not sure what I want yet, but we had to make a decision quickly. We were afraid Tanya was going to come after us while we were there. Anyway, we told her what our breakfast order was, and they said, you may have, breakfast is between 8 a.m. and 9 a.m. What time do you want breakfast? And we were like, oh, well, maybe uh, 8.30. She was like, 8.30, very good. We'll see you then in the morning. <laughs> I said, okay, wonderful. And then Carl says, are you interested in the hot tub room? He was very, like... The hot tub was a big deal. It's a big deal. It's a big selling feature of this place. So I said, okay, sure. Uh, yeah, 8 o'clock would be great. He goes, wonderful. He goes, I shall uh, I'll meet you at your room at 7.30, and I'll bring you and your wife some robes. I was like, oh, robes. Great, wonderful. And then Catherine looks at me, and she goes, are, are, are they going to dress us in these things? <laughs> I said, well, I don't Do you know. have a latex allergy? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we have 
have lots of oil for you to put on first. Yeah. Okay, thank you so much, Carl. That's wonderful. I said, I don't know, honey. I said, I did pay for the full service, but uh, yeah. I didn't know if this would be part of the service or not. European hospitality. It, very much so. So anyway, Carl shows up, 7.30, right on the dot. Knock, knock, knock on our door. And here he is, two robes, just for us. And I said, well, thank you, Carl. He goes, okay, now listen, I'll meet you downstairs in 15 minutes, and I'll show you how the hot tub works. I said, oh, okay. Great. He goes, don't worry, it's very simple, but I want to show you. Tanya, kill me if I don't show you how to use the hot tub. And then Tanya screams out, Carl, did you tell them about the hot tub? They must know how to use the hot tub, Carl. Again, we can't see Tanya. We have no idea where this woman is. We're upstairs. She's downstairs hiding somewhere. But we know she's ever present. I'm guessing they must have had cameras in the place or something. Anyway, we meet Carl downstairs in 15 minutes, and he says, come on in. Come on in, I'm going to show you how to use the hot tub. And so he shows us there's a couple but buttons there for the hot tub, and it's pretty straightforward stuff. So I bring down a bottle of wine and uh, some chocolates and stuff for, for my wife and I to enjoy, where we've got this lovely private space. And Carl starts to walk over, and he goes, Oh, yes, and I'm going to I, I'll close these curtains, because it, <laughs> it gives you some privacy in here. So when you are inside enjoying the hot tub room, then you can have privacy in the room. And I said, oh, well, that's very nice, Carl. He goes, yes, 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 those curtains, you can't see through them. So in case you want to have a little private time, you can have private time in the hot tub room. I was like, Carl! I was like, you dog! He was like, no, 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 I just mean it's very private in here. So you, you don't have to worry about people sneaking in. But you can like, fucking do I got Apparently so. And I was like, oh, my soul. I was like, well, honey, I said, is this something... We're gonna do, I mean, did anyone else have this room before us? Yeah. Is it clean? Like, how clean is this place? Now, I could see Tanya coming down in a hazmat suit, like, spraying the place down. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. you know, and she'd be scrubbing it. The little spaghetti else. strainer. Oh, absolutely. Picking the jizz out of the hot tub. Oh, oh, that is just, yes. Oh, look, honey, that's a little bit of cream for our it's chocolate. Okay. Lovely. It's, it solidifies. It's, oh, it's fine. It was, it's a hot tub. Everything dangerous. The, the Proteins. <laughs> What's that all over the curtains, honey? I don't know what that is. I just, oh, it's too scary. Anyway, Catherine was like, this is the weirdest place ever. And I said, I said, honey, I said, this is great. We got a room all to ourselves. And Carl was very, very happy for us to, and he leaves the room. And of course, there's another curtain by the door. And it's, it has like that really tight chain sound, you know, when you're ripping a curtain closed, mm, yeah. whoosh, you know, type thing yeah. and everything. And then we still hear Tanya in the background. So, did you show them everything? Did they say it was private in there? Yes, yes. <laughs> yes, darling, I told them. And then he said, okay, I'll see you all at breakfast tomorrow. <laughs> I was like, hopefully so. Anyway, this was our first experience with Tanya and Carl. Amazing. There's, yes, there's lots of stories about Tanya and Carl, but I'll leave that for now. The hot tub was probably the best of the stories. Oh, it's, it's, it's amazing. It's, it's very good. Well, actually, no, because then we, the very next home. day, we wanted to go out and we were like, hey, we're going to explore PEI. And so we decided to rent electric bikes. Oh, yeah, I don't okay, know if okay. you guys have been on Like a bicycle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they're they're like motorized, right? They're yeah. run by electric batteries. Yeah. So basically, you don't have to pedal. Okay. At all. It's okay. just, it's, so you basically like my kind there. of bike. Oh, it's amazing. And and uh, and they have a throttle on them. So if you're going up hills, you just hit the throttle. And away you go up this hill. And yeah. Anyway, you get, yeah, they're awesome. If you haven't had a chance to try an e-bike, I totally recommend doing it. They were great. Anyway, I mentioned the e-bikes because we went to the place to rent them. And they were asking us, the owners were asking, oh, so where are you guys staying? And we said we were staying. And they were like, oh, that's Tanya's place. 
Oh, the Germans. And I said, yeah, <laughs> the, the Germans. <laughs> I said, yeah. They were like, oh, we had the chance to meet Tanya not too long ago. I said, really? They said, yeah. She had a guest from Mexico down, and she didn't speak a lick of English. Yeah. And so suddenly we see this car whipping around the corner into our driveway, and the window gets rolled down. Of course, I guess Tanya and Carl don't have a car with electric windows. It still no. has the rolling yeah. window. She rolls down this window, and she puts her head out the window, and she's like, Excuse me! I have this woman here. She wants to rent your bikes. You must give her bikes. She pay cash. <laughs> And this is the first time they're meeting Tom yeah, yeah. as well. And this poor other girl sitting next to her doesn't have a clue what's going on. Because yeah, she yeah. doesn't speak a lick of English. Right. But she's in this this car with this crazy German woman who's just screaming at everybody. Most of their guests were from Argentina, it seems. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, yeah. <laughs> I wonder why. Hmm. She's a tattoo that says she-wolf. She I'm not sure. Wolf. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, Tanya. Anyway, needless to say, I make her sound like this total rough lady, but she was the sweetest thing as well. Anyway, was, mm. we had a wonderful time. But that was our even experience. even convicted war criminals can be sweet. Even they can. They, <laughs> said, they said they left Germany on their own. I do question it. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, there's yeah. some there's some missing records from Nuremberg. There might be. A, well, yeah. there was a picture up on the wall. I said, "Oh, is that your uncle?" She said, "I tell." Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, never mind. That's a special family member. Very good. Carl, yes, you'll know my uncle. Yes, he's very, very nice. Yes, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure he was very nice. The Germans have done a very good job, I think, of going back to like being chocolatiers, yeah. having good cheese. Yeah, um, good beer. Very strong pride community, I believe. Uh, but uh, <laughs> it rarely but comes up that the red they were Nazis district? like yes. less than 100 years ago. Yes. <laughs> Yes, yes. No, that's not I know something... lots of Germans, and they're all very pleasant. But, very much uh, so. I, I think they're actively avoiding it. I, I suppose I would, too. I, I would think so. Yeah. I would think so. Yeah, it wouldn't be something you want to hold your lineage on. I no, no. It doesn't come up at the dinner table much, I imagine. No, no. Well, hopefully not, but maybe. Dad, what was your father like? Don't worry about my father. <laughs> yeah. Don't ask questions. This is we don't ask questions. To... I ask the questions. <laughs> okay, yes, yes. Yes, okay, does he score, John? What yeah. is this? Uh, we Germans are not all smiles and sunshine. Yes. Okay. <laughs> oh, that would be Tanya. That yeah. would be Tanya. Not, not all sunshine. Anyway. But you should, listen, I still, you should go. 100% recommended. I'm, I'm thinking 100%. of going. I want to go in the hot tub. If you want to go for an experience, just make sure it's, yeah, I don't know. Ask if it's been cleaned. Yeah. I presume they'll say yes. Yeah. 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 Da, da, da. Tanya. <laughs> yes, Tanya. Has this been uh, de-jizzified? Yes. Yes, it's been yes. de-jizzified. <laughs> Carl, did you de-jizzify the hot tub? <laughs> yes, yes, Tanya. Yes, yes, yes Tanya. I, I, I de-jizzed it. Yes, yeah. Yes, yes. It's all good. All good. He sounds like he's from the, the Sound of Music. Yeah, he might. Yeah, yeah, he might have. In fact, he may have been. Yeah. One yeah, of the children. He's got that lovely one voice. of the Von Trapps. The Von Trapps. He was, yeah. I think he might have been one of Carl. Carl, Carl Von Trapps. Carl Von Trapps, yes. <laughs> <laughs> he had a lovely singing voice. Yes, he was just so pleasant. <laughs> yeah, he was very good. Well, I'm going to check that place out, I think. I think you should. Hey, now you were telling me you had a story about a lobster. Oh, yeah. This, this is about the camp. So... I came up here, this is kind of a, it ties in to what um, Toto was talking about uh, earlier, about American and Canadian difference in, in products and stuff. Yes. We were talking about that before the podcast, specifically potato chips. Mm. Yeah. So, like, 
to, to me, when we go to the USA, you are um, absolutely smothered with choices for everything. Very much so. As soon as we get to the Cal, like the Callis Irving, yep. we go in and Chrissy buys all the types of combos that you yes. can't buy in Canada. Yes, right. yes. Canada is like, it, it is kind of like a third world country relative to the States, when, especially when it You're comes to You're saying not shopping. me. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have half the choices. Like today, we were in the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Like in the U.S., you go to get hummus, and you've got 400 choices of different flavors of hummus from different companies. Yeah. Right. Here, there's hummus. You can get a hummus. Yes. <laughs> Provided by Irving. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's what? Like, or McCain. Yeah, it's made McCain of... McCain hummus. It, we Irving. didn't have chickpeas. They made it with wood pulp. It's still <laughs> hummus. It's hummus-like. Wood shavings. Anyway, but, uh, but we were talking about ketchup chips, and it's interesting. The last... Before I bought this place, I, I was here as a guest, and... I was here with, um, I, I think I told the story yesterday about being out in the far woods with uh, my stockbroker and these lawyers, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, one of the lawyers and the stockbroker were here, and, uh, and one of the guys here owned a potato chip company. Now, I don't want to say which potato chip company, but it is a New Brunswick potato chip company named after a certain type of bridge that bridge. we have in, yeah. In, yeah. In, in New Brunswick. Yeah, yeah. You can Google it. And so uh, he he makes these potato chips that are quite, they're like kettle cooked. They're quite good. They're they delicious. Are. Yes. Yeah, they are delicious. And he, when we were here, like, they got obnoxiously drunk. And, and so in the same place we're sitting right now recording this, these guys were hammered and they were up until 5.30 in the morning. Wow. Drinking. Next yes. level. Wow. Yeah, they're next, definitely next level. Like, yeah. their tolerance is very high. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh, but I talked to this guy about potato chips until I crashed at, like, 2.30. I, just, I couldn't keep going. <laughs> and I, I had stopped drinking at 11, and I was like, I'm just trying to be polite, but I'm asking about potato chips. And he was going through the whole process. You know, when you're drunk and you just oh. you don't know when to stop? Yes. Yeah. But he got me really thinking about these potato chips. Mm, okay. And another guy I met from India the next week was trying to start an import-export business. Mm. And I said, what about potato chips? Oh, where this comes into lobster, by the way, is the lobster went started being boiled at 3 in the morning. <laughs> they brought lobster, everybody forgot to eat, they drank so much, and then we started boiling lobster at 3 in the morning. I went to bed. Wow. I missed the lobster. Oh, my but it was, but, wow. uh, but that was the lobster part of that story. But anyway, I met this Indian dude uh, named Cameron. And he wanted to start an import-export business between New Brunswick and India because there was some money available, presumably, uh, from the government, as everything works in New Brunswick. And I started kind of organizing this thing with potato chips because India is developing this big drinking culture. Mm -hmm. And uh, and potato chips and snacks, they, they don't grow russet potatoes in India. That's right. Wow. But they grow them here. And, yes. and he was like, yeah, this is a great idea. Yeah. So I put him in touch with this guy, yes. and we started organizing. And I was like, you could sell $100 million worth of potato chips to India. Like, wow. these guys are they're desperate for chips. Wow. But then the guy kind of screwed me, and he cut me out of the, <laughs> cut me out of the out deal. Cut you out of the deal? Yeah, yeah. Oh, not, yeah. not the guy who owns a chip company. He's very nice. It was the other guy who kind of screwed me. So, And then Cameron went to me asking me to help him bring in a virtual reality thing for medicine and I was like fuck you Cameron <laughs> you, you got me out of the last deal I'm not going to help you so so I've experienced the uh, power of chip commerce and a microcosm being an American uh, 
you know, now in Canada because my wife is a native Canadian and uh, we dated long distance before we were married. So I would travel up, you know, three and a half hours from uh, Bangor, Maine to come up to uh, St. John to uh, visit her. And I worked as, as part of an office team and uh, some of them had ties to Canada apparently. And uh, there were certain Canadian products that uh, they had a love for, like Pizza Pockets and, and uh, that sort of thing that are proprietary to Canada, not available in the US, which, you know, looking in hindsight, I find it ironic because as you mentioned earlier, Jake, you know, the, the sheer dichotomy of product selection on an arbitrary line is just insane. So. We have two things that America wants. Yes. Softwood lumber and, and ketchup potato chips. And ketchup chips. potato chips. So, <laughs> so that's where I'm going with this. And donair meat. Oh, donair, oh, donair meat and donair sauce. <laughs> donair yeah. sauce. That's, that's absolutely right. So um, so one time, you know, I used to be a big uh, buyer and flipper on like uh, Craigslist, which is the American version of Kijiji and uh, on eBay. And I was uh, randomly perusing one time in my spare time and came across auctions for ketchup potato chips on uh, US eBay back when I lived there. And I saw the, the sheer uh, markup on them and I'm like, Really? That can't be right. That cannot be right. So as an experiment, uh, in conjunction with things that my, uh, you know, my office colleagues wanted as far as Taste of Canada for, you know, their, their home consumption, I decided to do a little experiment and buy six bags of uh, ketchup potato chips that were at about $2.50 Canadian each. So that's roughly after the exchange rate, maybe like a buck seventy-five US per. Yeah. And uh, when I went through customs, and I hope there's no one from either CBP or CBSA listening to this episode at <laughs> this time. But Smuggled. I, this this was a bit of a smuggle operation. So he, I did he, get... He needs a free. false compartment yeah. in, his, in his vehicle. I do, I do. So so this is a one-time deal. But I bought six bags of these potato chips at like a buck seventy-five US each. That's back when I was making, you know, my money in US currency. So, you know, I spent like a drunken sailor up here because, you know... I got a 20 back for spending $25 US yeah. for, for anything. But I had these six bags of uh, potato chips and I put them up on eBay and uh, this uh, roughly $5 US investment turned into $60 US on US eBay. Amazing. That's uh, for six bags of potato chips that were cost nothing to ship and were extremely easy to pack. Like they were, they had their own packing. I didn't have to worry about packing or anything like that, but I, I made, you know, $55 profit all because smuggling of the- Smuggling potato chips. Smuggling potato chips. And, and just because of an arbitrary line where ketchup chips do not exist on the other side of this arbitrary line. And of all the choices, right? you would think there's enough demand. Like America just makes whatever they want. Right. Yes. But they, nobody's figured out the ketchup potato chips. Well, I also came across an article about a, uh, a family that traveled all the way from West Virginia to Ontario to a, uh, a grocery store to load their truck up with ketchup potato chips and bring them across. And the, the news article even acknowledged this is a rarity for, you know, Americans to have this kind of demand for a, for a Canadian product. So I'm like... They, they know what they're doing. There's a business here. There, yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, call me Art Vandalay, import-export. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, it was latex and potato chips. Exactly, yeah. yes. Vandalay Industries. Yes, yes, absolutely. What do you import? Latex. What do you export? <laughs> potato chips. Whoever <laughs> <laughs> yeah. came up with ketchup potato chips? I don't like, know. It's a what kind of, so, what as, as a kid, as a kid, I would have 
liquid ketchup with my potato chips and everyone was horrified at it. But I'm like, dude, they're just crunchy flat French fries. Yeah, yeah. What is the problem with that? And every, I, I still remember how horrified everyone was whenever I dipped my plain potato chips into ketchup. So you're a ketchup guy. You had ketchup with your... Uh, I, I, today. I do like me some ketchup. Yeah. Yes. Ketchup with everything. Ketchup is a good flavor. It's, it's I mean, it's sugar, it's yeah. tomato, and it's vinegar. But Absolutely. I, I, I beg to argue, though, that ketchup potato chips does not taste the same as dipping a regular potato chip in ketchup. I get behind well, yeah. that. It is. I, I, don't, it is I don't love the texture of the wetness of the ketchup on the potato chip. Yeah. I, I got over that. It's a dry snack. I got yes. over that, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, chips and dip. For me, it's just a different type of dip. Yeah. It's not sour cream yeah. base. Although, you know what we could do is make like a, a, a cheesy chip dip that is dip consistency that is ketchup flavored. I bet that would be a big seller. Because There's, you could have like that, you know, because ketchup is so wet, but the dip is like, uh, it's almost hydrophobic. Yeah. So it kind of stays out of like the chip itself. So it's it's ketchup dip mixed with additional cornstarch or something? Yeah, yeah. Something, something like that. Nice. Yeah. It'd be like, I don't know, ketchup and ranch or something. Ranchup. I think I think they make that. Ranch. I think they make something like that. They, I know they, they make they, mayo chip. Mayo chip. Yes. Yeah. And, and sriracha and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, uh, speaking of mayo chip, there was some in this can, and I, uh, I put it on my burger, and then I looked at the back, and it expired in 2020. Those are arbitrary anyway. <laughs> yeah. <I was laughs> Those like, are just oh, guidelines. This. <laughs> these are, these are more guidelines than rules. Indeed. But I was, I had this idea that you could, you know, if, if this could be a business, we could, like, get a motorhome. And t- you know, take out where the septic tank is and fill it with potato chip bags. Why does this sound like an episode of Breaking Bad? It's, yeah, we'd be the Breaking Bad of ketchup <laughs> potato chip smugglers. But there's so much more. Like when we go to the states, I don't, I don't know if you're the same, Josh, but I buy all the shit and bring it back. Like all the stuff that you can't get here. Right. Certain, but now with my son, it's Mr. Beast bars, like feastables. Oh, whatever. those things. Really? He loves them. It's because anything. Mr. Beast is on the label? Yeah, and, and before you could get Prime here, the Logan Paul, I mean, scam yes. or whatever. Yes. yes. He wanted Prime. And he doesn't know who Logan Paul is, but all his friends wanted it. So I mean, his... yeah, I mean. So I... he's going to start his own business. Where he's he could sell be, it could, to his we friends. We could just be smuggling. Make 60 bucks. <laughs> I think we could go into smuggling. He might not have friends after that. Yeah. But. Again, CBP and CBSA folks pay no attention to what was just said. <laughs> I was imagining them like catching you with the potato chips and having like the news. They did question photo. me on it. They did question me on it and saying, "Are these all for you?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, my office mates love them." You know when they find the cocaine and there's all the cocaine packed on the table and it's like the two officers with their arms crossed and that's in the front page of the paper. Yeah, yeah, the the, uh, uh, the custom like selfie. See, yeah. <laughs> I went through once. We were going to a concert, a fish concert actually, and uh, so they were really looking for drugs. Oh, for sure they and would. Because I look like I do a lot of drugs, and all my <laughs> friends probably look the same. Um, so we were going across and they asked about drugs and they asked, you know, the standard questions at the mm-hmm. border. And then they said, can you pull over? We're going to search the car. No problem. We expected that to happen. And they found an apple in the car. Oh, and, uh, it's like a death and they sentence. were like, sir, you have to come with us. I was the driver. Oh, no. like, so I went in the back room and they were like, um, we found some contraband in your car. And I said, <coughs> oh man, I... Honestly, I, I don't do drugs. I don't know. He said, no, it wasn't drugs. I said, oh, what was it? He said, it's, uh, we found this apple, and he showed me the apple. And he said, you know how serious this could be. I said, well, it can't be that serious. It's an apple. 
They grow in the they grow on both sides of the border. Last yeah. I checked, probably came from the U.S. For all we know, <laughs> I don't know. I think he was trying to kind of scare me a little bit about it. Mm. I didn't think he was going to arrest me for the apple, but I, at the time, I remember picturing him like posing with the apple for the newspaper. <laughs> they at the front page, you know, Macintosh apple found in a big uh, score found yeah. in vehicle at border. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right when it comes to. Um, you know, the, the product selection. I mean, I, I lived in the U.S. for the first three years of my life. And, um, you know, I've talked to friends that do a lot of border hopping and stuff. And they regard certain things as treats. I regard them as entitlements. Yeah, like, yeah. Like uh, certain types of yogurt, certain types yeah, of sauces. Yeah, yogurt's way better in the States. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Like, there's a particular Greek yogurt that I have a real affinity for that... You can't get here. And it's in those bigger cups. Yeah, I love those. Versus like the little Dixie cups that yeah. yogurt comes in up here. You can't stir it without getting at least like half of it out on the table. You also you get try- real fruit in your play there. Yeah. Whereas here yeah. it's just like you get food coloring. You get syrup. Yeah. <laughs> syrup. Fruit extract. <laughs> Filler. Filler. They must yeah. have different cows and goats there, my friends. Yeah. It's just the milk is just completely different. Anyway, and and between that and even dairy prices, you know. Oh, price did, well, this milk. is a cartel here, yeah. and it really is. A cartel, cartel is the exact word. Yeah. And why do they call themselves a cartel? That just sets them up for bad press. Yeah. They, well, they, what happens is the government controls dairy licenses, right? And they're worth a fortune, right? So people pay, you know, five million dollars for a dairy license, but then you're allowed. You're, their price is fixed on milk by the government, and uh, you you know you can sell it, and they have to buy it. Right, and you sell it, right? Even if it means they're dumping it down the drain. Mm-hmm. So it's a, uh, yeah, it's a bit of a, sh- it's a bit of a shenanigans. But, but yeah, every time I, I go across the border, even for a day trip, I, I I go grocery shopping and I come back with as much meat as I can, as much dairy as I can, and as much variety of flavors as I can because it seems to be like you know meat and potato flavor. You drink four liters of milk between the Walmart and the border. Just yes. trying to fortify your brittle bones because you won't drink it between here. That, between that and getting gas without carbon tax on I'm drinking this fucking communist milk. So, well, one food I know that you just love so much that you only seem to get in the States as well are red hot dogs. Yes. Oh, yeah, the red hot. The legendary red, red snapper hot. hot dogs. Yeah. So these are a big thing in the New England region. Um, they are natural casing hot dogs. Uh that are dyed fire engine red. And There's a lot of fire engine red food at gas stations in the States. There, yeah. there is, but, but the, but the lore behind these hot dogs is, you know, they, they actually had, I, I just read on the news back home that there's a whole festival devoted to them where they make no, all yeah. kinds of different dishes featuring these red snapper hot dogs. And, um, it, it's, it's, you know, clearly made with a food coloring that's probably going to shave like a good five to six years off your life. But there's something about that red food coloring that makes the hot dogs taste better. I've got a great story about that red food coloring. For oh, you guys. please. I don't know if I've ever told you this. Okay. So, um, so I went to the States. I went to Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. I don't, I put on Carl's accent there just briefly. I was yeah, like, I, I went to the States. I said, I've, been, I said, I've, been, I've been to America. I went to see America. Uh, yeah. Yes. I, Tell us more, Dr. Doom. Tell us more. <laughs> Helps them develop the space program. Um, 
Anyway, we're really shitting on the Germans. But, oh, you know, that's we love them. We love Germans. them. They're good people. Say you helped make ovens. Yeah, no, no, there you go. That <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be worse. That'd, that'd be, be worse. They also drove a train. Much worse. It's all bad. Oh, it's all dear. bad. Well, this this podcast won't last for long. Yeah, that's yeah, right. it's all terrible. Yeah. <laughs> but, so Pennsylvania, uh, tell us. Yeah, more. yeah. So uh, I'll tell you about the this red. The red does it. It, it doesn't it, peripherally. We okay. went down to see the Amish in okay. Pennsylvania. We go, right. we go to the Mennonite towns, burn the hand. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yes. You know, very yes. popular one. Yes. Um, but uh, you know, you get those. I think there's one called Big John's pickled eggs. They have, and they're bright red. They come from the gas station. So I had some of those. Nice. And uh, how long did it take to get them out? <laughs> well, they're just yeah, it's packed pickled eggs, but. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe you eat eight pickled eggs from, from a gas, gas station. station. Yeah, yeah. That's I'm like s- gas station sushi. I was a child at the time. I was it's gas station younger. sushi. That's like yeah. things you just don't do. Oh, yeah. no, you like salmonella? Sure. Yeah. Why not? Well, How about some Ebola while you're at it? Right? Anyway, so Big John's bright red pickled eggs. <laughs> I think I think they're called Big John's. Then there's uh, the Van Holten's hot pickles. Mm-hmm. Which are you can't get those here. No. Right. I, okay, so I did the opposite of what you did. I I was the purchaser for Van Holten's pickles to get them from the states to Canada. I I bought them from a smuggler. Oh. And uh, but they were so salty, I I couldn't fucking eat them. They were <laughs> I don't know what has changed in the formula, or maybe I'm just getting old. But I I, I had one pickle and I was like I think I have heart failure now. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I was I was probably ten years old. We were with my aunt uh, Gwen, who was in her late seventies, early eighties at the time. She was a widow, and my mom and dad, my brother, and uh, so I had those pickled eggs. And then we we went to a restaurant, and I got the uh, chicken wings, and the chicken wings were bright red, like flame fire engine red. red. Yeah, fire engine red. Okay, wow. And I ate those. And it turns out I have like an allergy to that red food dye, but it's a very specific allergy. I went to bed that night, and when I woke up in the morning, my dick had swelled up to like the size of a watermelon. It was, I, I couldn't close my legs. It was fucking enormous. It was the, it was the weirdest looking Jake, thing man, I listen, had ever seen. People pay good money for that shit. Yeah, yeah, but this was not, this but was this not usable. Plus, this, 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 was, this was not a Swedish and larger pump scenario. It's not mine. This so yeah, it looked like a fucking huge water balloon hanging down between my legs. Big dick, big round, bulbous, football-shaped dick. Wow. And the envy uh, of all the kids at school. Uh, well, I couldn't even get my pants on, so wow. I couldn't get like my underwear on. It was huge. So what so, did you do? So we were in this room with my mom and dad, and uh, my uh, my brother and my old aunt, and uh, and so I. I woke dad up because it was like early morning I just got up to pee or whatever sure I was like dad dad what I said you gotta you gotta come to the bathroom I said why you gotta look at my dick what <laughs> there's something wrong with my dick so he came to the bathroom he said don't worry I've seen it all before let me see and I turned around and showed him my dick and he was like oh my god I've never seen anything like that before <laughs> so then uh, he woke up my mom. Lynn, Lynn, what? You gotta look at Jake's dick. <laughs> she came in and looked at it. Oh my God, you have to take him to the hospital. Quick, wake up meantime, your aunt. She's gotta see this too. My aunt heard this and said, 
is there something wrong? <laughs> oh, Jake's having an allergic reaction. We gotta, we have to look at his, we have to get him to the hospital. <laughs> it, what's wrong? It's his penis is all swelled up. Let me look at it. I said, no, you can't. Oh, my soul. So, well, she's old. Maybe she's seen this before. I said, she, she worked on a farm. That's what that is. <laughs> Surely one of the cows had something like yeah. this happen if once. If anyone's seen a big dick, it would be a Fine. farmer. Fine. So she comes in, she looks at it, and she goes, he's been playing with it. <laughs> I haven't been playing with it. I haven't been playing with it. Anyway, they took me to the hospital. I had to take, like, steroids and Benadryl and all that stuff. It took days to go down. Wow. Days in the curve, sitting with my knees wide apart. Big dick between my legs wearing jogging pants wow it was the weirdest experience but anyway that's my red red, red food coloring so i will never buy i will never 40. bring back red hot dogs for you or maybe do i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i was a child then now i'd be like hey guys we will make this functional <laughs> yeah yeah wow anyway yeah that's my that's my red red food dye story that's mm-hmm. a classic right there mm-hmm. well anyway this has been a great weekend fellas amen to that brother yeah so we'll uh, we'll sign off here, I think, and uh, stay healthy and stay classy, and we'll see you next time.